0: I'm recording now. Okay. It's the show. Yeah. So uh, let me see. It says, "Big bold boozy Russian Imperial Stout featuring notes of bitter chocolate vanilla." Did and I ever terminal. tell
1: you my my stage name was Big Bold Boozy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, 10% alcohol, and it's a uh, yeah Russian Imperial Stout. We haven't done one of these in a while. I hope, it I hope it's not good. I hope it's not bad, rather. I've had it before on tap and it was awesome. And I've been looking for it on bottles ever since. And then I found, uh, I went to the brewery and said, I'm buying one of these Hmm. for game. Well, thank you very much. Well, don't thank me till you drink it. So let's try
1: it. Oh, I can try it now. Wow, that was, you're quick into this. Let's do
0: it. Well, we are going to taste it and see how it's going to take. I think it might be a little bit too cold, but.
1: Oh, that is really, really excellent. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, there's that finish. That's good. Vanilla beans, cocoa nibs, cinnamon sticks, and habanero peppers. It's it's that those last two words that really get you. Yep, they really do. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, that's very real good. um lots of tobacco and chocolate.
0: hmm Yeah, I'm happy about this stuff. The habanero is just yeah.
1: just real faint just, at the end. Like, you get this little yeah, extra very long burn to it that's real subtle.
0: hmm Yeah, it says um Toasted coconut blended with hint, hints of pepper heat. So yeah, I can mm. see that for sure. Now this is an excellent beer. It's wow. called Bloodlust by Spring House Brewing. But the tobacco uh, and
1: it's got really a like not tobacco in like a <laughs> a crushed out cigarette butt kind of tobacco, but like <laughs> the smell of a really nice cigar. I guess it's,
0: Mm-hmm. that kind of uh, earthy yeah. richness. Boy, I never thought I'd say that out loud. But it is an earthy richness. Um these guys make good beers. I wish I could have sent you that last one Where fresher, are they? fresher. But this they're in Lancaster, mm. Pennsylvania. Oh, this is they made She Monster. Yes, they made the uh astonishing She Monster, yes. Um they have a lot of very fun beer names. They have one called Santa's Baker. Their Center. labels look a lot like my iMessage stickers. <laughs> they do. <laughs> It's very yeah, true. A, they do. They have these kind of cartoony, you know, those Satan I cartoon stickers, Satan. man.
1: I sent you that one today. I never thought at, I don't, at my age I would be buying digital panties with virtual money inside of <laughs> iMessage. But apparently, that is a thing you can now
0: buy as a sticker. I've known you've been heading towards digital panties just, for years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, in your defense, and you know, I shouldn't really have to defend you, but in your defense, it was part of another pack of stickers. It wasn't an entire no, it sticker wasn't a pack panty of pack. panties. It was,
1: it was part of the what's the name of that by Lanham, David Lanham. Oh, uh, really uh, boy. Sticker, sticker pals, pals. Yeah. sticker, sticker pals. pals. It's fun. Sticker. I like it. It is. I should. Yeah, I'm going to gift you those panties.
0: Thanks, man. <laughs> I Really appreciate you gifting me digital huh. panties uh, to put on my. Digital sticker things. Oh, you're not kidding. You're going to do yeah, this. I, I will really so, gift
1: you virtual panties. Uh,
0: I'll virtually <laughs> throw them at you. That's it's great. I'm like uh I'm like the Tom yeah. Jones of beer podcasts. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, usually he had women throwing panties at him, but we'll let that, that slide. Way. I guess. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, You know why we're drinking an Imperial Stout today? Uh, To drown our sorrows, Jeff. To dull the pain. That's right. To dull the pain. What are we dulling the pain of? Well, I thought we would talk about Tap Cellar. Ah, yes. Um,
1: Here's the context. We've we've casually talked about it. I don't think we've ever talked about it seriously between you and I. And now we're just going to do it as a show. Why not? Yeah,
0: exactly. Get, get all of it's our just... air, all of our dirty laundry and dirty panties. Yes. Our dirty, dirty panty laundry. Yeah, it, it's we might as well. Um, it's been kind of a difficult, like between the two of us, like you bring it up and then I don't want to think about it and then we both bring it up and we, neither of us want to think about it. And, and then, then we get and, a and bill just, to renew our LLC
1: and then, and then, then we, we have to renew our it. email <laughs> and then we have to renew our bank account. And,
0: yeah. Yeah. It just, it never, it's a never ending, um, uh, outflow <laughs> of money. And, uh, <laughs> it never quite had the inflow of money that it was, an individual is having. So, so I thought we could talk, Let's talk about the about, app store. Let's uh, talk about uh, yep. mistakes we made. Mistakes we made uh, uh, about the realities uh, from a very small developer shop. I guess you could say we are. Uh, you know the, the difficulties in doing something like this, and you know comments and, that and folks future, have made. The future of the us. best beer app in the world. The future of the best beer app in the world. In fact. Um, I've been thinking about. Well, and we'll talk about what we're gonna, what the next steps might be as far as beer apps in our future. So, um, why don't we start it off by taking another deep swig <laughs> of this beer?
1: Yeah, you need to, You need to be primed.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh boy, that's eleven and a half percent, and you can taste all eleven and a half percent of it. Um. TapSeller is a great beer app. It's my favorite beer app. Yeah, um, yeah, it might. Well, it's my only actively used beer app. It's my only actively used beer app too. Although, um, you know, I'll go on websites to look up breweries, and I'll go on websites to look up beer news and things like that. Um, but it's not. It's really the only one that I track and catalog beers in. So, uh,
1: yeah, um, I think we both started. We we both started the app from the same perspective. We didn't really want someone to track our drinking. We didn't really want a social platform that was involved. I don't know uh, the world. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind like yeah, sending sending exactly. a text message to you or a couple other people saying oh this beer was awesome but i don't really want a uh, platform for for social drinking that's i consider my my house to be my platform for social drinking
0: yeah i think um there's always this um and this is something that, I mean, we've been talking about this for four years something mm-hmm. like that like the the whole conversation i don't around even know when we started like i i think i well, it was in my last house, and I've been in this house I, almost but I, three years. Did
1: I email you or DM you on Twitter and say, hey, you want to make an app <laughs> or something like that? And we'd never yeah. spoken really before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we had spoken. So we, I had this website that I wrote on a lot more than I do now, which is not at all. Uh, and I had these long series of OmniFocus posts. And you interviewed oh, me yeah. uh, on that website. On your podcast, it was because of the stuff on the website. It was, it was me and it was Rob, and we talked OmniFocus for, oh, for an hour yes. or two.
1: It's all coming back to me now. That's right. And then and I thought, this you know, guy's a We sucker. followed each
0: other on Twitter. Yeah, this guy's an idiot, but also likes beer. Um, there's a lot of those folks. And um, you would hit me up on probably Twitter. I think one morning, like I was getting ready for work and you were like, hey, I need to talk to you about something. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. But it was—it just so happened that I had been thinking about something along those lines Jeff, anyway. do you have
1: too much money? Do you have too much spare <laughs> time? <laughs> would you like <laughs> to do you fix have both have of a... those in one, one go? <laughs> 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 That's
0: exactly, if you would put it that way, I don't know uh, if I'd done it. Salesmanship. Uh, I would have done That's it. That's me. Yeah. salesmanship. Well, honesty and salesmanship. Well, you know, I guess it's one of those things where you run through all the numbers in your head. Um, yeah, we're, we're and we're not experts. So, you know, we were running through these numbers in our heads thinking, well, if you look at these numbers, there's a whole lot of upside here.
1: You mean the, and which numbers like the, the, the beer people market, we, we were looking at the beer the market. Beer market we were yeah. looking
0: at, uh, yeah, the, the beer craft market, the beer market, market
1: specifically. And it's like a, <laughs> it doesn't seem to follow the economy. It just continues to grow. It's booming, right. even at really small levels, and people are willing to pay uh, eight bucks a pint now for for a good right. beer or more, and uh, or even a can of beer now is is like going for a pretty huge premium. We thought, hey, sell it we for the, these p- are... a good pint of beer. That's that sounded pretty. Yeah, good. and
0: and with the thinking that if people are always complaining about the beer app. That they're using to track and catalog the beer, which we were, and the people who we knew were, uh, for the most part, and we were kind of security minded and saw the rise in things security minded, um, and we we none of the beer apps did what exactly what we wanted, so we thought with a market that's growing and people willing to sp- you know spend you know, thousands of dollars on trips to Belgium or multiple trips to Vermont for the weekend to buy a four-pack of Hetty Topper. Like, these people are going to spend four bucks on a beer app. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. they? You know, that was the flaw. Um, what did we learn in that vein? What do you think the takeaway is?
1: Uh, the app market doesn't, to me, it doesn't seem to behave like uh, what I would call a typical market. It It's... Mm-hmm it's not success isn't homogeneous in the app market it's defined into really tight silos of things i don't understand like uh people will buy <laughs> coins and and panty stickers and <laughs> yeah. and things like that but people in general don't really want to spend money and you and i know tons of people like this that they don't really want to buy mm-hmm. things in the app store yeah. um, and that the competition in this market is was free right that that was that was something yeah, that I think and that we, we didn 't underestimate it we knew like competition's free, but we thought we'd be selling privacy and all the other things that we cared about that we didn't care about the social aspects, so we thought okay there's got to be t- tons of and you and I both had been approached by other people saying, I would totally <laughs> buy buy that. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, I went to tasting groups i talked on beer forums and everybody said the same thing if you make that app, i would definitely buy it because it's exactly what i'm looking for i'd love to be able to track my seller i'd love to be able to track i'm trying carefully not to make this a sales pitch because of what's coming next yeah, um, don't, don't I'd rush love and to buy track a tap seller my,
1: right now we recommend <laughs> not don't. buying
0: it right now yeah um it, it, we wanted to be able to track our seller track where we had beers, track the location of it, attach photos, um, have all the beers in your pocket without a connection. All of those things were like the basis for what we're going for. And we achieved that, I think, and to the point where I use it every day um, or every day that I drink beer. And I think it does what I need it to do. But what I found was interesting is when we were ready to launch the app, and I went to folks and said, and, and uh, we talked about the price with these folks, too, and they're like, oh, that's totally reasonable. Four, four or five dollars? Yeah. I mean, I just, I have a I have a $16 bottle yeah, everybody of beer says, here said that we're more about less, to drink oh, I in one gulp, on a bite you know? of
1: beer. And it's like, oh, okay. yeah,
0: okay. But when released, they are all like, eh, I don't know, five bucks seems like a lot for a beer app. Like, it was weird. It was the same people that I talked to that were so into supporting something like that um, were... Just it, it was like a pivot. And I've never understood that. Um because I've I've met people who pay exorbitant amounts for beer and talk incessantly about not knowing and not remembering where they had a beer or what year it was or all that stuff. And that's the that's the target. And they were all like, No, no, five dollars is just a bridge I, r- I refuse to cross.
1: <laughs> five <laughs> I dollars. Don't what? That. <laughs> Can yeah, I like, can I now I, buy a three ounce pour of
0: uh, this of uh, was it what is it um, finding <laughs> yeah. the younger which I spent sixteen dollars hey, for a ticket you, to go spend say the same dollars you, You're for not going to argue four.
1: with capitalism. Like you won't win. You won't win you're that not. debate. It is the market nope. is what it is. We tried to adjust, lowered our price. The one I think I think what we suck at. Is we're far too principled in certain ways, like unmovingly principled. Like we did not want yes. ads. We did not want to track
0: information. No, we did not want people to have to create an account, as so that we could gather yeah. information. Um, we did not we did, want. We to, didn't want to yeah, sell.
1: Have... We didn't even really want in-app purchases. If you recall, like we forced ourselves no, to we build didn't. in-app
0: purchases.
1: It just felt like really crummy but even that we kind of saw the writing on the wall that that was what apple was telling people this is how you should operate where they're building apis for app purchases this is how you make your money and now even that seems now they renewals are the thing we didn't want subscriptions renewals we didn't a want big to deal. track people's information we didn't even really want our own sync server which no, we ended up we building didn't. because um, uh I don't know the uh, the Bury DB sync backend was murder. Uh, they they never expected yeah.
0: people to have an app with thousands of people pulling updates, pulling 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 updates and posting. Um, so I think it would be useful. And we started this, but before we get into particulars, is talk a little bit about the history of the app, which we started to do, and then talk about the the development part of that. Because I don't want to I, I know I have a lot of bad things to say about you know how things are turning out or have turned out, but there were some super positive parts of it that I don't want to lose sight of as we go you know staggering down memory lane <laughs> <laughs> um, you know we we basically from the first uh conversation it was extremely Extremely. I don't know. It was for me. It was really exciting. Oh, it was fun. Like the idea it was, of doing felt this stuff. really it, creative. It was
1: really fun. We were yeah. teaching ourselves new things about um, managing and designing and thinking through workflows, which you and I both kind of do for a job, anyways. But
0: yeah. But it was fun in doing that. About it was about something we were we excited wanted to use about, the app. and we—that was the thing. Like
1: yeah. I, I'm sure you build tons <laughs> of software, and I build tons of software as our day job. But I don't really use those when they're done. Like it's for other people. Nope, this was either. for me yeah. and for my friends to use. And so we were really excited about. I think our roadmap. Our roadmap was our roadmap huge went far and had all kinds of really. Some harebrained crazy things, but also some like things I still wish we could have done with beacons and things oh, like absolutely. that. Absolutely,
0: there there was there was stuff um, like I will go to brewpubs every now and again and think this would be the perfect situation for you know X Y Z feature that you and I had thought of. Um, or every time we go to Victory Brewing, which is close to us, I think to myself, how yeah. awesome it would have been if some of the things that we had well, talked about—well, Untapped is starting to do some to of that now.
1: I don't know if you you monitor their releases, but they're starting to add things like wish lists and then uh, using kind of the beer menus like data to say, well, something you want is on this, you know, this place at, at this place. Um, so they're starting yeah, to I do that, but. Not in the way that I, because they need to be platform agnostic, really. Like they need Android and every other platform because that's their model. We really wanted things with beacons so that a vendor like bar owner could have their own little kit that they set up and all of their favorite customers just sign up. I want to be notified when this beer is here or anything on my wish list is here. I want it to automatically show up on the phone and show me like order this because you've really wanted this for a long time.
0: Right, or, or like depending on how you rate something, if you sign up, like it would let you know when it's back in stock or on tap or whatever. Like there's all of this interaction that you can do with, with data. And I think, you know, it's funny. Um, I think our approach to data. Is very similar to Apple's approach to data, which is like we We don't don't want to know. know. We just we just
1: want the little computers in your pockets to figure stuff out and not tell us. and,
0: And yeah, and that was really our ideal. And I think that that is like even if Untapped adds all of these features that we had thought of separately, and and it gets closer to what our ideal was of a beer app, it's still fundamentally so different from how I think. I want my beer data to be stored. Um, that whole public aspect of it—I know you can hide yourself. To me, I don't think we've thought through the implications of that, just as a general society. And I, it, the beer and how you drink and stuff—there are a lot of and it feels unnecessary to share that information. Yeah. That,
1: that's the thing. Like, it doesn't exactly. feel like that's an important thing I want to do. Is to share that information exactly. with somebody else. It's not like it's really. There's not a lot it's of. Not upside really private. It's just not like I don't go next door to my neighbor's house and say, "Hey, I had three beers last night." Like uh, that's just right. not a thing. Exactly. Like, that is relevant, and to share well, it with a third party, just uh, and you know to to that point, Untapped was purchased by an app. Right. <laughs> exactly. It actually, it was purchased by a venture. I- Capital firm, which which is an app, <laughs> is that true? Yeah, I, I believe I didn't know who they yeah, got. Yeah, the, it was purchased by Next Glass.
0: Oh, that's right. They did get purchased by Next. Yeah, Class. Next so, Glass was so this thing. thing. It was
1: like you know, remember we had New York Times articles written up on it before mm-hmm. it even came out. And I don't know anybody. It had GQ
0: articles. I don't and know. And yeah, vanity. I don't know a single person
1: yeah. <laughs> that chapped our ass a little bit at the time. We're like, how did they oh get God, like New York Times write ups? When their app isn't even out and then it comes out and everybody's like, meh, (laughs) like, it's like, I'll stick with untapped because this thing doesn't really work. It was,
0: it was so strange. So, uh, so let's talk. So going back to the process, right? So the process of making this app is we went through and we'll skip ahead real quick. We hired a developer. Last thing. (laughs) We hired a developer, which made it very real. Um, The developer was great. Um, he was a he was a nice guy who made an app that we had both used in the past and yeah. currently, and so it do you really want to tell people to what out that out? is? I think like we, give him a
1: little shout out.
0: Yeah, HandyBase is is the app that he created, and it's funny because I had used HandyBase when I was on the Palm mm-hmm. platform. Yeah, he goes way I'd back. Been, he I mean, goes way he back. He is and a, you,
1: like a heart. The reason we selected him was because he seemed like he'd be an expert in data models. Not iOS right. data models, but just data models in general. And what we knew we wanted was a core engine that ran Tap Seller that would run Whiskey Cellar and Cigar Seller and <laughs> every other type of seller. Circuit seller that and all that stuff. You could, yeah. you could use the same rating system and you can use the same basically little widgets and store the data in similar ways with similar metadata for searching. And that ultimately you'd have this core platform that you could build everything off of. And uh, he seemed like the perfect person, because he had basically written his own database engine for HandyBase.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like he didn't write a book, but he wrote the book on what we wanted to do. And you know what I mean? Like, he, he had an app. It was a database app. And essentially, our app was a database app that just happened to be focused on beer. And we wanted it generic enough to be other stuff down the road, like you mentioned. So... Um, To jump ahead really quickly and continue with the untapped and the um, next glass thing, as we are getting ready to release uh, Tap Seller, we were in the testing, the beta testing phase. It was actually a really, really crazy time, like in both of our lives. I think it was anyway for me, like it was up at 5 a.m., and working on the app and testing the app until it was time to go to work. It was super fun. Like you and, you and I oh, had not really at all. Spent much time yeah. communicating
1: until that, and then we were, we were like uh, little teenage,
0: little teenagers on the Kids. phone going,
1: do, 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 do. oh my gosh, this yeah. is so great. This is going, you know, and
0: and or, but it was also stuff like. It was not always like, "Oh, this is great." It was always like, "This circle is a little too yeah. big. We need to do this. We have to do that." And we be like, and then we dive into the graphics programs. We'd say, "Well, how about this? Or how about that?" And we were throwing around ideas like super fast. And then we would both get home from work, and we would, yeah, keep doing it. Was, it. It. <laughs> it, was,
1: it was great. It was actually it really was f- super fun. And then we would talk to Dave, and he would, you know, uh, break the right. news to us. He's like, "Guys, that's gonna take." X number of hours to even evaluate right. if that's possible. Cause remember we had all these ideas for statistics, like on-device oh statistics with your own data so that you could track over time. Like, well, I keep rating this beer, you know, different grades over the past four years. I've given uh, whatever resin. My original grade was an A plus and now it's an A and then it's an A And then it went up to an A and then wanting to see like over time how you're your preferences for IPAs and are
0: they waning, How it changes are they through going, seasons you know, it,
1: and yeah. w- like what being able to tell you like, well, this is your flavor profile of the things that you really dig, and this is how your 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 you shift around throughout the year and everything. Like that seems so interesting to me, but then yeah. he comes back and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> of work, guys." Just so you know, that's like. I don't know how many, how many hours. It was a lot of hours. And, and, you know, he
0: built by the hour, we didn't have a fixed cost on the project, um, which we'll get to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. So, um, and it was, it was interesting because um, we, w- we had a pretty, actually, I'll give us credit, hopefully, because it's what we talk, we do for a living is we had some really good specs in the beginning. Not technical, because we didn't do the database design or any of that stuff, but we were like, "Here is how we want to build this app here's how we want it to work here's the screenshot well, not screenshots, but we did like kind of sketches about yeah, how but we it needs had a, to pack, we had a tech package to, to give
1: them we said here here's what we, we want here's all these features called out with their functionality, and what this should do when you tap here and."
0: And this is a right. one-to-many, and this is a one to you know, and then we need to vintage here, which is a one-to-many here. And I think what, what a large chunk of the initial build was really picking how we're going to store it and manipulate it. Like, what's going to be fast enough for – at the time, there's 20,000 beers in BreweryDB. Now there's over 50,000 beers. Like, what system is there on iOS devices that will be able to store, collate, Up- update, collect, sort – update yeah all that stuff it all has to work it all has to be this holistic system and i think we spent a lot of time before pulling the trigger um on core data it was like was it going to be oh uh, my gosh. straight secret light uh, or all this uh, we didn't Remember just spend talks? a lot of
1: time we spent a lot of money ultimately on getting that data model right and mm-hmm. and not just getting the data model right for per- performance but also we wanted to be able to add new attributes and we wanted to be able to search on multiple multiple things and do all kinds of filtering and remember how, how many times he had a tune where we we would get a build and great we can sort <laughs> by name now we want to sort by grade and boom it's super slow and that's not acceptable yeah. and then he'd go back and rewrite right. that and so that ended up costing yeah. a lot
0: yeah, it did. And I think people I don't think folks realize and I know they don't actually because I still have people who I just have worked with in the past or whatever will send me an email and be like, Hey, let's I got an idea for an app. Let's build an app and I'm like you don't <sighs> understand how cheap. hard it's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> everybody so has an weak. idea. Um and and building the and maybe i mean there's obviously there's people out there who can do it all they can do the design they can sure. do the the marketing uh, we'll get to marketing in a second cuz holy crap and, we're a bad and doubt. i kind of want to put a frame
1: around this i think cuz what we one thing we did get wrong was our cost right we originally mm-hmm. thought it would cost around a bmw 2 and it ended up yes. costing around a bmw 5 <laughs> yeah, that's that's
0: a rough number. So yeah, just for anybody true. who
1: wants to go look at the details, it feels awkward talking about actual dollars. But in the world of project management, that's not too far off double the estimated cost. But uh, it's yeah. still like for you and I it was a, a huge amount of money.
0: It was it was it was a lot of savings that that we felt like at the time was going to be money easily earned back just because of the volume of phones out there the people that and pe- the, drink beer like the Venn diagram of people who drink beer and own an iPhone is a very and large the, Venn and Venn the diagram. spend on
1: beer it's yeah, just it looks exactly. like a hockey stick <laughs> right now the amount of yeah, money being it's crazy being uh, pumped into craft beers seemed like well if we we could even capture. A very small percentage of those people, then, then we'll make back that money. And, you know, I think you and I initially had fantasies of, well, if it's really huge, then this will be fun. This will just be our job. Um, but ultimately what I, I think what we settled on pretty soon after getting into it, especially by the time we released was, if it just pays for itself, we'll still have made the best beer app and be so happy
0: that we control the best beer app
1: because it does
0: exactly what we want. Yep. Exactly. And I think, um, the break even number was a big one for us because I felt like we could, if we, if we broke even now, yeah, like you said, we, now we have a beer app, you know, and then we're just the, the, Ongoing kind of server costs and whatever it was going to cost there, it was going to be negligible and we just, you know, not a be a big deal. Um, boy, were we wrong. Um, and I think, I, I, I don't... Hmm. <laughs> I don't want to get into the marketing stuff yet. So sure. I don't, I'm kind of holding back on that because the marketing thing was, I don't know how... I know it's important, but I still continue to be confused about how important it is uh, because you know. I see apps that are relatively... Unknown just blow up and go and crazy. And there's apps
1: that'll be on the app store for two years with nothing, and then suddenly whatever takes a hold, then without any marketing, they'll become huge.
0: Right, and which flappy is one of the reasons was why a Flappy
1: Bird on the market uh, on the app store for like a year at yeah. least before suddenly it just
0: exploded right which is what the reason i think why tap sellers still in the app store is cuz someone somewhere is going to find this app and be like this is the best best the best best beer app out there and they're going to tell somebody and tell somebody and tell somebody and then it's going to blow up but i don't actually think that there's a blow up well if possible there's a couple of things of going on at this point
1: first of all i don't think apple has ever highlighted or profiled you know banner ad for An alcohol app, an alcohol-related app, not that I'm aware of. No, I don't think. Aware of
0: they do diet
1: ads. They would do, and we follow it. Yeah, I don't think they've ever done it for an alcohol-related app, and and maybe rightfully so. I mean, tons of kids are on the app store. That would be kind of weird to have, like, hey, you know, get your drink on here, you know, on the on the (laughs) middle of the app store. Um, Track your dad's beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's Here, true. Get a record for child services when you call. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, I do uh, think that's. And a good idea, as we right. saw, those those app ranking in the mm-hmm. App Store are so easily shifted. Like we could easily shift Seller up and down the lifestyle uh, ranking with. Hard, I mean, hardly anything. Like a one review, or we'd put a little bit more money into, or a little bit more effort into advertising, and it would move up the lifestyle ranking. That did not correlate to sales at all. Like it made Mm -hmm. no difference to sales. It's true. No one was was using those those rankings to like percolate the the app up.
0: Well, and we also had some strange. Um, suspicions that there were apps that were on there that were essentially funding their own place yeah. on the <laughs> top ten, based on not untapped. And, and
1: I want to be clear; like we've said a bunch of bunch yeah, of negative things untapped. about untapped. I actually don't think they're like sinister, uh, but there no, were, I don't think so either. There is another major player in that area where it sure is. So we would move up to like number one in lifestyle, and suddenly, without any updates to their app or any change, suddenly their app would jump from thirtieth to. First place, like <laughs> in, a, in day, a day, and we were like, and, and then it would stay there over and slowly and over and over.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it was it was so. I think the only reason you would notice is if you literally check those those tallies. Five ten times a day, which is what we we're doing, and it was like it
1: sounds like sour grapes. It's not really because you and I both were kind of like was interesting.
0: That look, this makes no
1: difference if that's what they're if that's what's going on. So be it. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we learned to stop paying for metrics on that kind of stuff and stop paying <laughs> yes. attention to the app store rankings, and it just really didn't seem to
0: correlate to sales. It's true, and um, we tried so. So I guess we're getting into marketing because this does relate to that. So we tried Twitter, we tried Facebook, um, we posted on all of the enthusiast sites that <laughs> I frequent. And that always went great. Oh my god, it went really badly. Th- these guys that and are it trading
1: hundred dollar bottle of beers, <laughs> they're
0: like, they're trading hundred dollar bottles for of beers. An app? <laughs> yeah. Or where's the Android? Where's the version? free Android version? Where's that the free was always this. This always came together. Yeah. When you're right, are you going to get a free together? Android version? Mm-hmm. Because if you did, I could try it and determine if it was worth spending five dollars yeah, for. It's, it's Which so is,
1: altruistic.
0: If if I just yeah. could try it, then I'd give you so much money. It's like you go to a place and order a hamburger, and if you can just let me taste it, I'll I'll let you know yeah, if I want to. it. If pay you just let me it.
1: take a bite out of it.
0: Yeah, I'll just take a bite out of it and then you can No. I know, it's, it's not exactly it's like weirdest. that. But it's
1: such a weird mentality. Uh, it's very I, I do agree to a small extent that app trials would be valuable, but I don't I think there's a there's a price point where or there there's a certain type of person where it doesn't that doesn't really matter. What they're really looking right. for is with enough features that they don't ever have to buy it. I, th- I really do think that's a lot of people correct. wanting trials, that's really what they want. They want the minimum viable product that
0: they can use for free forever. Right. I totally agree with you. And I um, only say that because of my, um, I would say, experience with people who said that they would be happy to pay for a beer app. And then when there was a beer app that cost money, were like, screw you and you're $4. Yeah. I'm not paying $4. And it was really... Um, and I'm not saying everybody was like that. Cents.
1: We still like it's still yeah, a thing That's like, the it other one. Yeah. That
0: was like the pr- the actual price point didn't seem
1: to actually matter at all. Yeah.
0: It it mattered it mattered when it was $4 or $5, but when we reduced it to $1, apparently it still yeah, mattered. And then, then it was like why <laughs> not know? just make it free?
1: I was like, "Well, I don't yes. think you understand how this <laughs> equity exchange <It's> like, works." <laughs>
0: It's like it's free we'll make it up in volume. Yeah. I think we kept saying well, that. Well that's the new model, you know, we'll make-
1: man. That's the new model is ads, right? So wh- why didn't we go that way? That's we have several friends that have suggested that too.
0: Yeah. And we've seen uh, I think David Smith did that article that yeah. you linked to about how like most of his income really comes from ad based mm-hmm apps it, these days and it's that's the viable and legitimate way that app store developers indie small indies are making money and, and
1: that's where um, why, i think our principles get in the way of i'm in don't get me wrong that doesn't mean that i feel we're better than anybody i <laughs> that i just think we're stubborn our our stubbornness yeah, stubborn. gets in the way and that's just not something i want to do but number two, it takes money to re-engineer that to to do ads. And we kind of looked at that it as like, thing. well, we're already pretty far in the hole. And we do understand how psychology works of like, oh, just put a little bit more money in. Come on, just a yeah. little bit more money. And before you yeah, know well, it, we're another exactly. BMW 2
0: in the, in the hole. In the hole. Adding ads. and. And we have ads, and people still aren't downloading it because, well, you know, Tap sellers doesn't have ads, or I mean, uh, uh, Untap doesn't have ads, or whatever. It, like, it's always going to be some excuse. Or the ads are so like, for <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. Um, I just felt like, and we both felt like, there's just was it would be throwing you know good money after bad at that point. And as much as we hate to. Admit that I think, in a lot of ways, we're also pretty—you far more than me too—are very brutal about things, like very honestly brutal about like. Not only did we, I think we both kind of knew the app wasn't making a ton of money, but you were much more practical on the. We have to make a decision soon because we have X, Y, Z, you know, all these things to yeah, deal with. We have, there's a we truck. have,
1: uh, yeah, just so people are aware. You have an LLC so that that protects your, you, your family, and your home against someone that, say, I don't know, is entering something in tap cellar while they run the red light in an intersection and crash the car, and somebody tr- decides to sue you, and you, you know, and you, then have your financial aspects where you don't want the irs coming and and auditing you so you have a separate business entity so you have to do all the taxes for that and all the things cost money depending upon where you live it costs more or less so where we register as an llc it's what was it per year 500 dollars a year
0: at least yeah it was probably closer to 600 by the time we were done with taxes and all that stuff well the
1: the taxes was no, paying a CPA to do the taxes was not, not oh, cheap. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. At yep. all. That yep, was yep. more than the LLC. So, you know, by the time it's all said and done, we're probably in just for infrastructure, non technical infrastructure. So, not a sink back in, none of that stuff. We're probably two grand a year to just maintain the
0: business and just to keep the business up. And the reason why you need that um, is you need to be able to. Um, you have to have an LLC registered if you're a company that has an app developer license. So you can be an individual developer and not deal with that. But as a company, you need to have an LLC and a number that's associated with your account, and et cetera, And we were right? adults
1: about it. We got, attorney, we got an attorney who wrote up paperwork so that the company was equally divided between the two of us. And we each had equity in it. And we thought way out because we had we were hopeful that it would be a huge success, right? Well, what do we do mm-hmm. if the app yeah. is making millions of dollars and, uh, like, we literally had this conversation, what do we do if this app is making millions of dollars and Jeff dies? Right. Then,
0: Which I almost <laughs> did. But that's I, that's exactly why I use point.
1: that as the example. And yeah. what happens? Does the business transfer to his wife? What if his wife doesn't want it? And, and, but she wants the <laughs> equity out, like at what value, mm-hmm. how do we value the company to buy out her share or can she transfer to somebody else? What if that somebody else doesn't want to be a silent partner and they want to change it to beanie baby t- seller, which sounds
0: really <laughs> creepy. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Um, so yeah, we thought through all this it, we stuff, had to work yeah. all that stuff out. That's what adults do, right? So we thought we were being organized, and th- that's the way you do things. And we had everything legally drawn up, and but that costs money as well. And but you don't want to not do it, right? I mean, I guess you can, man. Just like, who, what's the big deal? But like, we're both very practical people, yeah. and we both deal with this stuff at, for a living. And we know that when things aren't defined well, Be prepared usually somebody gets yeah, be prepared is not cheap. Let's let's just say that exactly.
1: So, the reality is you have ongoing costs there, and then you have the technical costs. We had to implement our own sync back which costs us a certain amount of money per month. Not a huge amount, but right, right. now.
0: We had to develop it. Yeah. So we had to develop it in the app. We had Nick, to develop the actual sync server. Yeah, but Nick, Nick, Nick was awesome. Like
1: busted that out and created a really robust, awesome sync engine that is basically listening to a webhook on BreweryDB, and every time Brewery DB gets an update, our back-end like slurps off those updates and creates its own little database. And so our app actually syncs with our backend and not Brewery DB directly. And when they push new updates, it syncs through us and we send that onto Brewery DB in, in one batch so that they don't get mad at us.
0: <laughs> right. Um, and I think that has really helped. Actually, I see stuff in their database that I know that I mm-hmm. added And so I know that our users' changes are being applied to BreweryDB, and I think their data source continues to get better. Actually, that was another huge thing that you and I had to deal with, which (laughs) was third-party beer data. (sighs) Um, And then getting into barcode scanning data was another one that was really interesting.
1: Oh, remember that guy that we approached about a beer barcode database? And he was real shady about it. Go Super on the shady. internet that was and the strangest for thing. availability of a UPC barcode database for beer. You will almost certainly find one major source for that that sells it. And it was pretty shady yeah. dealing with him, where he wanted wanted us to make a decision right away and give him the money right away. And oh, I have
0: like the windows I closing. A, if I you don't do this, I have a big customer
1: on yeah. the line that once they buy it, they're not going to want anybody else to have it. And we we're just like, okay, we're out. <laughs> we're not. Yeah, we're we not don't want to deal with this, this. guy. Yeah. And it wasn't cheap. I don't remember what he wanted. It was not a small amount of money.
0: Yeah, it was. I don't know. Was it I like think a thousand dollars or has, something like that. He wanted. I think it was twelve hundred dollars for the date for the UPC yeah. database. Yeah. And then we'd have to worry about it being out of date. And then we started finding out all these facts about how it's not always that accurate at the brewery level. Yeah, they level, reuse labels level <laughs> between beers. Yeah. So, so. so you can have a, a label scan for UPC code, and it can be a, a limited release beer from three years ago, and it comes up because yeah. that's what the database is. So says. we had, we had to re-engineer really the cool.
1: app for, the, for something that we did not know as somebody not familiar with that detail of the market. We assumed you scan a barcode, it shows you a beer. Well, what happens mm-hmm. if five beers have the same barcode? Now you have to have a UI to select that. And then it's what happens if you scan the barcode and it doesn't have a match in the database, but that beer actually exists in the database. So develop a UI for that. And like all these yeah. things kept building where <laughs> we thought, oh, barcode scanner, that's built into iOS. We can do that. Just just Shouldn't do a search a against the barcode ID on the beer.
0: Yeah, bring that it should be sweet. And then, and then, <laughs> the other thing that we thought would be easy was the untapped, uh, you know, like the ability to send your beer to untapped, which we thought, eh, that shouldn't be too hard, right? We have all they the have beer an API, it's database. well documented, they have an API, no problem. Well, what happens if? that beer already exists or it has slightly different spelling or it's a different vintage or it's, you know, or the person already has it in their untapped database or, you know, it just, the list goes on and on and on of, of UI things that you need to be able to handle. And, you know, the, the one that really got me was we had all of the edge cases handled or so we thought, and you search for a beer that has a lot of different entries and because we weren't, sc- you had to be able to scroll down to multiple different pages. Like it wasn't scrolling far enough. And so you still might not be able to pick the beer that you, that <laughs> yeah. it was in this huge list of all of these yeah, possibilities. It was untappable. And like, Are you serious? Yeah. yeah it, it, was was, uh, it, it was fun. It was fun. I actually, I think you and I are the same way. I actually don't mind solving problems like that. Like they're, it's well, interesting we to me. Well, didn't really solve the problem. I would just point out. Well, <laughs> Correct. We didn't mind helping Dave, Dave solve, Dave Dave Let's solve with it that. Dave, way.
1: Dave was really good. Like I got to say for yeah. somebody that like I don't think his he's really good at iOS development, but I think like his background is much older than that. Like Java and you know yeah. um well Java is also Android, well, so uh,
0: unless you ask yeah, Google and, C and all that stuff too. I mean he did palm palm developers. Mm-hmm. So he, he knew C and C++. Yeah, but he I'm was sure.
1: great at solving problems. Like Tons of yep. things where we were just saying, okay, well, we'll have to give up on the feature. And then he'd come back and, nope, I found a way around this thing. It turns out there's a bug. I'm doing this other thing. And he was just really awesome. So finding, if, if you're not going to develop yourself, finding a developer that you like working with that's also curious I think that's curious yeah. and
0: persistent, but not persistent to the one point of I'll try and solve this label issue for you for four weeks. I'll just charge you for it. No big deal. <laughs> um, he was also very good about our money sensitivity because, you know, obviously we don't have any money and we didn't want to waste it on. Yeah, things he, that he was really very frank of like, OK, my,
1: my estimate, I'll give you an estimate to solve this problem. will take 10 hours at whatever right. is our And then rate we would sit- I don't
0: actually recall. And we would sit down between the two of us, and we'd scratch things out on paper, and think, you know, this should work, or this is worth. Is it. And it, we made a lot of choices. We
1: literally had conversations: is this button worth ten thousand dollars?
0: Right. Like <laughs> that, that's that a was real it. conversation. We would balance it out. Like is yeah. this,
1: is this being able to? Well, remember, like we went through all kinds of iterations of the grade slider. We wanted it to do all kinds of different stuff with the grade slider. Like right. with, based on where you slide, you know, that it's showing you almost like showing you statistics around your, your other beers and everything instead of just showing you the other beers. And, you know, Dave comes back and says, that's 40 hours. And so yeah. I'm like, is that
0: worth $15,000 yeah.
1: to show that when well, only like two it, people will get a kick out of that?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, and we had a lot of folks who everybody kind of wants to give opinions uh, to you, and I think some of the the kind of the naivete about app development and maybe just a lack of understanding of how we were doing it is. I would have conversations with people at work or you know friends in in iMessage or whatever, and they'd be like, "Well, you just ha- you have to add this thing," and my question was always. Would you pay $5,000 of your own money to add that feature? That's the question you're asking <laughs> or, me to or, answer for you. Yeah.
1: I mean, is it, is it worth another dollar on the app?
0: You know, that's... that's. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, you can extrapolate it that way and say, well, if we do this, it means we need to sell another 14,000 copies of yeah. the app. So far, we've sold 10,000 copies. We did get down to that kind of
1: math, too. How many copies of the app would we have to sell to pay us back for this feature that we really want? You know, 14,000 copies. Well, what's the likelihood this feature will sell 14,000 copies? Yeah. And, (laughs) you know, that was was an easy decision a a lot of
0: times. Exactly. Which was a bummer. Um, So... We didn't want to go into money that was spent, but I think it would be funny to hear the last few months of money earned.
1: Oh, uh, that's, that's rude. Cause Cause as
0: long as you don't read the um, reviews. I never read reviews. <laughs> I have four reviews that I'm mm. going to read. I wrote them down Did you to, write the reviews? I okay. didn't write them. No, I didn't write them, but I, I read them. Some of them actually – well, I'll get into it in a second. So, um, for August, the month of August in 2016 – We made fourteen dollars. Fourteen, not (laughs) fourteen hundred dollars. That's almost a good beer. Fourteen dollars. That's as actually covering the cost of the hosting by one dollar. Good job. Sweet. Uh, In six months worth of. (laughs) In six months, we earned one hundred and twenty-nine dollars. Yeah. S- six months. I didn't go much beyond that. Actually, the week that I took this data down, we'd earned 70 cents. I guess somebody <laughs> had bought it and he had to give our 30% back and whatever. So here's some reviews. Anyway, so that's – I just wanted to
1: really put review? those out there. Are you really going to review? That's going to bum me out, man, because re- the few rev- reviews I've read have been really awesome. And I thought, oh, you know what? At least that, that feels good. Like,
0: Yeah, I would say of the ads that I r- – of the reviews that I read – there were some that were like over the top, really good. One said indispensable. Like to me, that's that's how I view it. It's indispensable yeah. to me. Um, but then there was slow and huge. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's slow. It is huge. My stage, it's Change definitely name. one of the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> that's your wrestling name. Slow and huge. Um, so I, I don't disagree that it's huge. It's really one of the biggest apps on my phone. It's fifty. 1000 beers labels, and their yeah. labels and my yeah, photos and like stuff. it's going to be well, big. And the
1: other thing is we had expected to be updating it more often so the mm-hmm. like there's we pushed it out with a certain number of beers in it with the expectation every time we push an update it would be the full data set again like up topped right. up and then users would just slowly you know update as they used it well, we haven't updated in a long time because, again, everything we just talked about. And so now when you get it, you kind of need to force a sync of like 10,000.
0: <laughs> it's more than that because it was released with 31,000 beers. Okay, 31, so it's like 20,000 beers. 20,000 beers, 20, beers have yeah. to come down. And their labels, et cetera. Um, the things that I, the reviews that I don't, I wouldn't say don't appreciate, but I get more frustrated by is when someone mentions a a bug or something that i never heard yeah,
1: about. Yeah, that's that's normal app store stuff though. This is why this is why it i is. said i was going to be bummed out cuz i actually think app store reviews are for how much i myself depend upon them when i'm looking for apps. They're garbage. Because because they people don't go write reviews usually when they love something. They usually write a review cuz they're annoyed or Correct. they it's they just don't like somebody who made it or You know, they just, it's not ideal for them. And that's just the way it is, right? However, I do begrudge that Apple still hasn't fixed reviews after all their years of doing this. And not that I think they're doomed because of it, because clearly they're not. They know what they're doing. No, Um, no, they're not. But it feels like, you know, as a steward of people's livelihoods, they should take care with that and say, like, you know, this one person has left 400 nasty reviews on, you know, 300 different apps. And Dude, that's, you remember is, that guy that would leave a, kept doing leave a bad review every time we updated? <laughs> yeah. Like, as soon as we updated, there would be a bad review by this guy.
0: Yeah, it was funny because then you looked up other reviews by this guy and he was just he was just a yeah. dick. Like he was just a dick and he would say mean things about anything and everything. Every app he reviewed was very pettily, you know, any tiny detail would be pettily laid out. He just seemed like a Yeah. I, I, just I, I a followed jerk. up
1: and found his website and
0: he turned out to be a prick on his website, too. <laughs> what a huge <laughs> surprise. Um, so, you know, it, it was a frustrating thing dealing with the reviews and the store and all that stuff. There is also, I would say the most, I would say the most nervous I've been in my life was the week that we are going live because neither of us have ever really pushed an app like this, like a thing that we built. That's not like associated with work or whatever. We've never really put something that like that out there on the app store. Hmm. So we had to, do the screenshots we had to write the blurbs we had like this whole like is it in review is it not in review is it out is it not out there's a time gonna, lag is so it gonna go out and then
1: blow up on people's devices yeah like
0: are the is it gonna blow up people's devices is the sync gonna blow up is BrewDB gonna blow up yeah uh, you know, oh, we were it, there's really, so yeah, many we were really
1: nervous about brewery actually because they seem like really yeah. nice people And friendly and easygoing, but we figured we were probably be like one step away from like like blowing it. And if we lost their API, we would be
0: completely screwed. Right, and which is another reason why we did our own sync. Um, But yeah, like we wanted to make keep them happy. We thought that the influx of good data from our uh from our app would help grow their yeah. database for the for the better which i think overall it, it may have, actually who knows. <laughs> i don't know if they <laughs> may have, remember know. when we had a bug oh uh, yeah I think they was did us.
1: get would, a little snippy about that like we were yeah, sending I, I think we were before. sending tons of updates for the same beer over and over and over and over
0: yeah and they were, they were like, guys, we have to fix we, we this shut off because your API. we're being overwhelmed. shut like off your, your posts, yeah, that's <laughs> well, they what they, they said first, right.
1: they, were, they were actually yeah. really kind about it. They didn't shut off our API. They shut off
0: the ability to post changes. Yep. Um, and we sorted it out, and we fixed it. And I'm glad that they told us instead of just said, you're out of here, you know, because they could have just said that. Um, and we... Worked through it and we fixed it, and everything was good. It wasn't really known to the users what was going on. It was just something on the BrewerDB yeah. side. But, um, Which I, that's one of the decisions
1: I'm really happy about. We chose BrewerDB as our back end source, right? Because it was, yeah there's not a lot of good sources. We could have tried to build our own. We, I think we talked about that at one point. Do we hire a bunch of virtual assistants to just build a database of beer? Um, do we try to pull in beer from untapped, but, you know, not in violation of their API, but to do something like that. Um, and we just chose like BreweryDB because we really like their attitude and their model of this is kind of an open thing. We want people to have access to this. The cost is super minimal. It's like 60 bucks a year for BreweryDB access, even for a commercial
0: app. Yeah. When we were considering it, we were both uh entering beer into it to see how long the updates took and see how well they process it. And they did everything great. Like some of my beers And they were acquired as well, but they were acquired not by a venture capital
1: funded app. No. They were acquired by um a company I think that makes uh equip hardware equipment and serving equipment for it's like, bars. Yes. Beer bars, right?
0: Yeah. It was. It was beer bar serving equipment, like, like things to interface with yeah. kegs to measure. Um, and that seemed like, so I remember you know.
1: when when they got acquired, we were like, oh no. And then we went and looked it yeah. up and we're like, oh, that seems perfect. <laughs> like they're going to get yeah, tons exactly. more data about beer and that company will benefit by them having better and more data. So, you know,
0: good on them. It, did, it sort of worked out. It was a little bit, you know, sketchy, or not sketchy, uh, touchy, I guess, for a while. For me, it wasn't. Turned out fine, but I was nervous. You know, I worry about everything. <laughs> I think you were nervous um, they'd
1: be acquired by Facebook. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that kept untapped. you up for like
0: a couple nights at least. Like it, it would it would have been ironic if they were bought by Untapped yeah. somehow, right? Because we've spent so long trying to. I don't <laughs> anyway, know how I feel about Untapped. Been. I mean, they haven't done anything
1: wrong, right? They haven't done anything no. negative with the data. I just, I it's just not my thing. Like I'm not
0: into the social yeah. stuff and. Well, I think my issue is I'm not really sure what they are doing with the data. You know, they own yeah. it all, so they can do whatever they, they want. With they could, it. Um,
1: in theory, and at any time.
0: Yep, um, they may be selling it to, you know, beer companies and stuff, or drinking trends, insurance, or insurance analysis. providers. Insurance providers, workplaces, <laughs> HR departments. I'm nice. sure that's no problem. Uh we're, we're Sorry, tin, I'm just being uh, paranoid. Tighten up that tinfoil hat. I'm not, <laughs> not bitter at all. So uh, I I wanted to to dip into the to the marketing thing a little bit more. Um because we're apparently monumentally bad at it. Um and i thought I think one of the things that's still I try and let it go, but it still bothers me, is I really thought that we would get more people who we knew writing about it. Mm. And you kept saying, that's not going to happen. Don't think about yeah, it. It's not going to happen. I know. And I just kept thinking, but why wouldn't they? You know, like. But anyway, you were right, and I was wrong. Um, but we also used Twitter uh, and their ad service, um, which I thought was kind of weird because like, I'm not an ad guy which is back to us being stubborn. I don't I I don't want to look at ads. I don't want to look at commercials. If I have to if I, if there's an ad that I like that is, you know, pay a dollar to get rid of ads. I'll, I'll get rid of the ads. You know, like I'll, I do you all know, of you that what stuff. Though
1: It was kind of fun doing the Twitter ads from my end because do you remember doing that? And we're like, okay, well, we selected these keywords and we're targeting this region. And remember, like, we we're hitting, we we're targeting like the San Diego beer fest. That seemed yep. fun until it was pretty clear. It made no difference.
0: It made, it made no difference, yeah. Facebook like it, was the same thing. It felt like,
1: oh, we're targeting. We we are getting these right people. And we could see the ads come in, and we could see people retweet them or, you know, favorite them or whatever. So we could see that they were being viewed.
0: Viewed, Beyond yeah.
1: the fake whatever that Twitter, like, impressions is. I don't even know what an impression is. Um, beyond that, we could see, like, actual people retweeting our ad, but it didn't translate to sales. And it, it only ever matters whether no, it translates it really to didn't. sales.
0: Yeah, it really didn't. And there were, you know, you could argue, well, you need to spend more, but I don't think so. We spent very targeted money. And that was the other thing. We just spent a whole bunch of money. Next next and now Glass. To, let's talk no, about Next No, they spent glass. a ton of money. And how many people yeah. do you know that uses, use Next Glass? I've never even met one person other than the people who we know. That have tried it and none of them use it, um, but that also. Speaking of the marketing, the week that we launched, or was it the the week before we launched? I think that's what yeah. it was. They released yeah. next class, and we tried it, and, and we, were we were like, like mm, "Okay, I'm not worried." Yeah, well, we were. Ver- I was really worried before that, though. Like, I was like, "Oh my god, they're releasing this thing. Has a lot of interesting ideas. What? What's you know? We have to release right away. Like, we have to get out in front of this." And we just couldn't do it. There was just too much that needed to be done, and there was a website being developed, and there was a—we um, just had just so much on our plates at the time, and we were, you know, working during the day. This is all at nights and weekends, right? So, um, so Yeah, next we should have done Jeff. Out. We should have quit our job and followed our passion, <laughs> follow our dream. Oh, our dream. Uh, anyways, uh, so I
1: just brought up next class as yeah. an example of it. Just pumping money in doesn't necessarily like, translate to success.
0: Yeah, but it also highlighted a part of the app world that my friend Chris is always telling me about that seems like a... Like a dream world, which is like it doesn't matter if they're making money. Like they have VC money oh, yeah. and they're funded and they're all, you know, making huge salaries and they are all taken care of. They like, bought or, Untapped like,
1: a, an app yeah. bought an app that no one uses bought Untapped, which yeah. is I think they have three million users or more now. Like it's Untapped has the biggest captured User base of any beer app, and it was acquired. and And I don't think the developer of that was even full time. I think he had another job. <laughs> he
0: did, yeah. We remember seeing an interview and, uh, with him. And it was yeah.
1: purchased by an app that really didn't sell anything. That
0: yeah, I don't even know it was what free, their was like it? they. It was a free was yeah. <laughs> un, uh, their Perfect. app was free, and they. That's what I'm saying. It it highlighted a very weird kind of underbelly to app the app thing. I don't, and I don't, I don't think I'm being bitter about it. I'm
1: like, I'm not bitter because like he, i I have Uh always said like the market will do what the market does that, that like, it's not just about the invisible hand. It's just the hand doesn't even know what it's doing. Don't even try to guess it. I'm not bitter about it in. I'm just highlighting how much I don't understand that. I can't understand that. I don't like fit with.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, <sighs> so here's, here's a depressing thought. Oh God. <laughs> what if you had taken your BMW two amount of okay. money and invested it yeah. in, um, I don't know. course cor- coursework yeah. at big nerd ranch going like mm. really excellent training to become an iOS developer. Um, do you think that would have been a better use and then then developed it yourself in your spare time?
0: Actually, um, that's an awesome question because I, the answer to me is an easy no. <laughs> um, mainly because I do think that there's value in becoming an iOS developer. I think that's something I still actually am interested in doing that when the new MacBooks come out. I think I'm probably going to start working on that as something just in spare time to Because... You know, I feel like we've done some things around that. I do things around it all day at work. You know, it wouldn't be like just I'm coming in cold. The issue is to do all of that to become an app developer, to sell an app. I actually don't understand the app market right now. So I don't know that I can answer that unequivocally, but I would say it's a, it's if that's your goal, it's a bad I'll, idea. I'll just
1: throw out I think do you know remember how many hours we ended up paying for? It was over a hundred, no. right?
0: Um, for from Dave. Yeah. Oh,
1: I'm yeah, sure it, was it was well over a hundred hours. Yeah. Um. So think about any hobby that you have that you would do in your spare time. How many of those do you commit a hundred hours to? In order to get something done, yeah. and and Dave is a extremely experienced developer, so a hundred hours of his time is different than a hundred hours of.
0: It would be times yeah. five for so, somebody who's never done it before. So the reality
1: is, is I, d- I personally don't think it, we could have accomplished that on our own without spending a good amount of money. I mean, we paid a designer and for icons, and oh, we still have a ton right. of icons we never used.
0: Yeah, we, we do. Should, we, we should convert stuff.
1: those to iOS stickers. <laughs> we should. I'm not joking. Beer stickers.
0: <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I totally. It, we sell that a as a dollar, dollar, last dollar last for a pack. There you go. Beers, yeah. beer we have a lot of really cool yeah. ones. Mm. Um, yes, and an idea was born, uh, cause we already have the assets, but yeah, I mean, when you look at all of the incidentals and additional stuff that we spend, it was a, it was a lot of time and money. And so let's say you spend, I don't know what it would cost to go to a full, you know, uh, nerd ranch type of training. I think it's thing, like five grand. And then you have to pay for a flight
1: and hotel or something like that. I looked into it seriously many years ago.
0: I'm thinking it's probably total all in like 14 grand with hotel and uh, Hmm. flight and the cost. It might be less than that, maybe 10, but it would not be cheap. Then you're going to come out with a very rudimentary kind of almost yeah. That's the the, I think they have three
1: different courses, and one is like the beginner, and then you take the intermediate, and then you take the advanced. So.
0: Right. So that's three tiers of courses to get up to, I would say, some level of basic go-get-a-job competence. Um, and that that's to get you to the point of being able to develop your own app, right? So you spent all that money to be able to start doing it. I know people who are like, <laughs> I had a buddy who had a great idea for an app. And it was actually a really good idea for an app, but he was always trying to sell me on it. We should develop it. We should do it. We should do it. We should do it. Should do it. And like about a month and a half into him saying that, Um, maybe it was like BuzzFeed or something, did an article on the 10 best apps that were doing exactly his idea. That's Like, exactly his idea. That's my comment.
1: Ideas aren't the hard part. They're not the expensive part.
0: Right. But all the people who developed those apps all thought they were great ideas, because they were. We already established that. And they're all out there on the app store, all probably not making money, and they're probably stoked that they were on a BuzzFeed article. With nine others. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it, it's stinks. This, I mean, it stinks. I mean, I think if yeah. you
1: really love doing development and that's your job, then you can't go wrong going to the big nerd ranch and doing that. I don't think I would recommend it to do it to get rich selling apps in the app store. I don't think that's a thing um, that really Mr. happens in a, in a methodical planned way. I think that's, you might as well teach yourself blackjack and then get rich playing blackjack in Vegas.
0: Right. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I think it is kind of rolling the dice. And like you said, uh, there's plenty of examples that Flappy Bird being one of them where, um, it's out there for a year, year and a half and one person writes about it or finds it or it's, it's noticed or unearthed and, and it becomes a big deal, but for Every was it two million apps on the app store now? Um, th- there's not two million apps making money. Like that's well, for sure. Okay,
1: so let's let's try to wrap this up then. Uh, why sure. now? Why? What are we doing? What's what's the okay. what's the uh, sunset look like?
0: So I guess the there's a few questions that I have when we get to this stage, which is the selfish part, which is if this is my favorite beer app. And I used to track all my beer. And it's been suit, you know, kind of basically built to suit my exact purposes <laughs> uh, for two years. What am I going to use in its place? Mm. And I would ask that question of you because I don't like answering this I, question.
1: I really don't. I don't have a great answer right now because I think anything I would choose, I'd want it to be able to have similar features, <laughs> like quick entry, um, great export you know i love our markdown copy of a list thing I, you know that's awesome yep. to be able to say like here's all the beers i had on this trip and then paste it as plain text um yep. here's my shopping that list is really plain hard text, to beat i kind of feel like a spreadsheet is the most generic neutral thing you can do but that's gonna suck for for a ton for of different entry. reasons yeah um yeah. bento was great i, I really liked bento. Um, HandyBase tap forms; those would those would be great alternatives to, to as like a personal database to store yep. stuff. Um
0: Yeah. Um, I've been looking at HandyBase personally. Actually, um, our buddy Ken has a HandyBase database, and he sent me his copy, yeah. so I have a like a skeleton of it to see how he set it set up, and he's been using it for years. Um, but you know, again. I I'm torn uh, between so so well, I know what happened to our app. We're
1: closing so, the app down, right? That's
0: that's the sunset. Well, okay, <laughs> yeah. So we're sunsetting the app. The question is, does it get pulled off completely, or do we just not sync anymore? Again, our stubbornness
1: or for principles. I really have a problem with leaving an app on the app store that we know is essentially dead. And so, yeah. especially one where the data has become so stale, and like I don't really want to support it. I don't really want to answer emails on it because it's
0: a little depressing. Yeah, but there's to that end, there are plenty of database. Uh, beer apps out there where you actually have to enter your entire, all your data for every beer. I get it.
1: And there's tons of dead apps
0: on the app store, but Apple has said that
1: they're going to start cleaning those up and they're going to start cutting back on long names, which is funny because we changed our name partway through the project to be a really long name. So (laughs) SEO.
0: It would show up in places. Yeah.
1: Um, So it could be found when, when you search for things like craft beer. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So but they're going to so, start clearing those things off then there will be a point where it breaks and then do we pull at that point it doesn't we could make it free i suppose and then hope for in app purchases but even right now it it makes what $14 a month like what's the point what's the point of that what's wh- why yeah. why it doesn't feel like it would make enough money to just make one person kind of sour
0: you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I totally am there. So, so it's fourteen dollars a month plus around twenty five hundred dollars for everything else, right? So, spread that out over the year because you 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 have to have the LLC, or one of us can create the developer account, and, and we migrate the, app, the beer uh, to and transfer the app to them for fourteen dollars the, a month. For, for fourteen dollars a month, you still have to it's deal with that. It. It's they not have to worth, pay It's not worth my time. it's, yeah. it's yeah, really
1: just not worth it.
0: So. So, it will be going away. We just don't know when. Um, and it'll happen probably before we have to pay all of those fees coming up. Um, but, you know. Well, we I had to break it, it to you. Ride. We're still
1: going to have to pay a CPA at the
0: end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun bill to write. <laughs> um, but <laughs> uh, that said, um, you know, every time I mention this to my wife, And, and can I she's tell you like, what a pain in the ass. Yes. Uh,
1: this company and this app was when I purchased a house the bank oh, was really? so they wanted so much detail about this company I was like it it makes no money It's e- even yeah. the CPA was like this is a hobby company but the bank yep. was just they wanted to know how much debt they wanted to know how much investment how much revenue I was just <laughs> like hey, here's here's an account statement from the bank account like you can go yep. ahead and take that to lunch and laugh soak
0: in that <laughs> yeah exactly yeah my my cpa was hilarious about that the first year he's like uh i gotta ask you about this business here (laughs) (laughs) no don't do that i was like don't ask (laughs) don't ask me man because i'm like you know it's got a long tail don't worry it does Um, have a
1: long tail over over ten thousand years we'd probably make our money
0: back (laughs) Maybe. No, because we have to pay that. Oh, yeah. I think it, it's like $4 a month. Huh. So anyway, I I do. I guess I just want to say thanks to everybody who did buy it and does use it. I know that there's users out there who bought it and yes. like it. I know that we have people in the Slack channel that use it and like it. I use it and like it. We always say it's the most expensive app that we own on our yes. phones. which and is our, entirely uh, accurate. Our
1: empathy is really – like we have a huge amount of empathy for – all the people that do love it because no one loves it more than we do. Like it is my favorite app. I love it. I think it's awesome. Um, And I will really, really miss it when it's gone.
0: Yep. And I have a ton more sympathy for companies like Everpix and things like that, 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 you know, they were way in much farther than us you know, for money and time and employees and all that stuff. And they had to fold as well. And I was just going to say that my wife always mentions, like when I uh, give her a sour face about the app, she's like, you know, I wouldn't trade you doing that for a minute because like it was a fun year. It really was, it was. like yeah. it, we built an app, and it was really cool. Made good friends, you know. It was we went on beer trips together. I mean, it was yeah. awesome. Um, and I think it was uh, like a. It sounds like sappy or nerdy, but it was like a growing experience. Like we were, it was like a, I had a real kind of bad period in, in my actual work, and doing this was like it made me realize why I thought that stuff was fun. You know, yep. um, it was it was so it, it was fun of, to
1: flex project management skills in, in on a personal project like this.
0: Yeah, with people who you knew weren't going to be slackers, like the people you work with. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we kind of pull each other along all the time, and if one of us was like, "Oh, I need a night off or a break or a break or whatever," it was always like, "Okay, but we have three tasks you need to get yep. done by Tuesday, and we okay, got to get these here's graphics our release done." Schedule and- yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of uh, you know it, we used OmniFocus in a very disciplined and good way at that time. So, what do you think of this beer? I think this beer is a really, really good beer. It's, it's, I'm happy uh, with it.
1: It's very good. I enjoyed it. I'm not going to have much more of it because I have things to do tonight <laughs> that involve uh, my brain. So, but oh, it, it okay. is very tasty and much better than the She Monster.
0: I agree. Um, this is this aged really well. It's about a year oh, cool. old, and uh, I definitely buy I like it a lot. It yeah, again. it's it's and awesome. you know
1: it probably helps that I haven't had a an imperial stout in quite a
0: while. And yeah, since the spring I haven't had one. And this is a well, tasty one to start since off. Since visiting our
1: buddy Jeff, <laughs> that's right. He yeah. just drinks all imperial stouts.
0: He has very good taste yeah. in beers.
1: Okay, all right. I'll man. talk to you. I'll later. talk to you later. later.
0: Go cry. Oh, me too. I'm gonna cry in my imperial okay. stout. Bye. See you, man. Bye.